Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Children of all ages, welcome once again to another fun-filled episode of the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. I'm John Go. That's Taskmaster four four five zero. Welcome to the show. And uh, Task, I have a little uh, confession to make. I thought that I uploaded episode two fifty to our podcast streams, but apparently I didn't. Uh, so I've actually had a few people send me notes and go, where's episode 250? Uh, apologies in advance. I will upload it ASAP. <laughs> and that was that was the one with uh, Starkers and Dan. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I got it up on, I think it was on 3Speed. No problem. But for whatever know. reason, I forgot to do the audio version, which, hmm. oh, well. Life happened. Yep. Yeah. So that, uh, oh, well, if that, if that was your biggest screw up this month, you're probably doing pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. As people can tell watching the show, I am, I am back on the road, uh, for episode 250. No, it was too, no, for the, for the, for the poop show that we did last week, I was, it was, yeah, yeah, we, we we were with Nifty and um, uh, Eric last Thursday, so right. we really didn't. No, we we recorded that. Yeah, we recorded the first half, then then the, yeah. yeah. So and then we did the spaces, and then people were saying that they didn't. Everyone was so focused on the spaces, a lot of people's voices weren't coming through on the recording, so it was a complete mess up on the audio for that. Yeah. Well, during the show, Eric went silent. So mm. I, I heard you and Nifty fine. It was Eric. But. Yeah, yeah, I think he was just focused on spaces, which which is actually kind of cool because that segues into what I really wanted to discuss today before we get into people's questions. So like I said, I'm on the road, and today I had the chance to actually drive while listening to the, uh, the AMA. And... Mm-hmm. Cal and Kat brought up something today that I I would love to talk to you about and get your opinion on. And this is what it was. A lot of people were saying they want when spaces on, on Leo and Cal put it perfectly. And I think it's brilliant. He, you know, I'm in, not in his exact words, but essentially what he said was there's no point in trying to build a spaces on leo the better game plan is to find out ways to integrate spaces into leo so that you could have leo thread casts going along with the spaces kind of simultaneously piggybacking off of the technology that that elon's got with 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 spaces but then bringing it into the thread cast environment and first of all one i'd like your opinion on that but second to me 
I think that's a better way of doing it for now because there's way too many things. I think the list of things that needs to be improved, little bunny ears on threads, is just getting longer and longer and longer. Why, why not leverage that to pull more people into something like threads with a thread cast going alongside uh, uh, a space? So love to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, if you think that's a, a good, the right approach, or if we should just do everything. Web well, it, 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 this brings up a philosophical approach. And, and what do you want to be? Do you want to be a platform that does everything under itself? Kind of like Tesla is doing. Tesla is taking over more and more of its supply chain. Do you want to do that, which, as you just said, one of the problems is, is especially in a situation like this, you get limited with your uh, resources, your developers, your people. Like you said, there's a lot of other things that <clears throat> you would say are a bigger priority. So that's number one is do you want to build all of this, customize it, integrate it, and have it all under your umbrella or do you want to be a front end and what i mean by that is exactly what you're saying where you take something that you have on on leo which is let's say the threadcast and if there's a way to pull a coinciding spaces into the threadcast then that is a better approach, I agree, than trying to build like YouTube streaming with the chat. You know, YouTube built that and it's fine because they have the resources. It's on their platform. It's totally in, in part of their ecosystem and closed in. But you have to have the resources. And so I would agree with you that in this instance, one of the quickest ways to enhance the value of Leo, and I started doing this with the playlist. I've done it with some movies. You know, you can go grab stuff off YouTube and start a thread, then post the YouTube. Now, you have to use the URL. You can't use the share URL. You use the URL from your web browser up, up at the top. But you can pop these youtube videos right into leo and it, it becomes a front end i started because over the weekend the last two weekends jungo you know how um there's the the pre-game football shows espn has it fox has it well it turns out their stream somebody streams them on youtube well, I just took them and popped them, and I think there's a one for college, college game day or something like that. I just kept popping these streams and some of the live streams of the, the college games. There's none that I could find the NFL games right into Leo. So you could actually watch the game right through Leo. It's a YouTube feed, but it, it's right through Leo. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think incorporating something like you're talking about where if they could take the threads somehow, some way, and tie it in where it's on the, the Leo page, you can do it with YouTube. I mean, think about that. Can you take a threadcast, and I imagine you could, 
if you're streaming something on YouTube, you take that and you put it right in the threadcast as as a comment. You put it right in the threadcast. And even if it's your, your first comment that's just pinned, it's always right there for everybody to watch. You know, I know you can do it with YouTube because I've, I've posted YouTube's videos in there. So you can do it with the streaming. Um, can you do something similar with Twitter? I don't know if you can, but that would be a, a grand move to get it there where it's either part of the threadcast or at least, you know, off to the side where you can watch a video or listen to video all through Leo. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure you can do it like the, you know, APIs and, you know, all sorts of funky stuff you could like, I mean, I know you can do certain things with live streaming because I can take the, I can take like the code for a chat and put it into like a Vim broadcast. Once Vim gets back online, if they ever do with using OBS, I mean, you know, there's a million things you can do to put chat and images beside each other. So, you know, like you said that, Sure, it might take a little bit of development, but building something completely unique for threads, I think the effort would be better served to piggyback off the technologies that are there and then find ways to integrate it where, just like you said, you'd have the chat running seamlessly, um, you know, a threadcast with, with, a, with a spaces, for example, or even something like this. Like, imagine if we had the ability to take this stream and put it directly into threads and the thread cast would be there, but the video would be beside it or something like that. Like you, I'm sure yeah, they can do it. It's just developer. Or even if it isn't, you know, because they may not incorporate restream, but YouTube is very common and we can stream on this on YouTube. So, Oh no, but I can take, I can take the embed code for this. I can stick this into any website. Like I literally in the, the admin for restream, I can take this and stick it into a website and stream it on yeah, wherever I want it to get onto threads and stream it's, it in. Well, you keep all embed the stretch. Well, I'll try it right now. Oh, it says upgrade now. Never mind. I have to upgrade. <laughs> so you bugger. Even though I'm spending all this money with restream, they still want me to spend more money. You, but I'm but, sure but the concept, the concept is even if it's not restream, it's just as easy to send it. I, I think, don't we we stream on YouTube anyway? Yes, to YouTube too. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we could always put the YouTube URL. In fact, I, I don't have the, the stream open. I mean, take the URL, pop, pop it in there. Again, you got to use the, the uh, web URL. You can't use the share button. The share button doesn't seem to work with threads. But that way, the the video should be right in there. But, yeah, if they start to pull stuff with different options, that would enhance the value of the threadcast and no need to reinvent the wheel because, as we know, there's, you know, dozens, if not more, streaming services out there that, you know, are all over the place. And, you know, why why build something? Why build a new mousetrap when there's plenty of them out there that, you know, work just fine? Uh, and embedded, but you know, again, that's where, what is your focus? And I would say the idea is Leo is a front end and the more you can have on there and the less you have people watching us on Twitter 
on YouTube, on Facebook, on Vim, and they're watching on Leo, that is a much preferred solution, even if the Vim is being pulled in as a stream. You know, fine. But you want them on the Leo app and on a Leo page. And especially since we have a threadcast, that would be ideal. For sure. Um, overall, what would you you were you were listening in to the the AMA today? Is anything that piqued you? They were very excited about going to that offline event, the breathe thing in uh, in Vegas. Anything pique your interest tonight? No, it, it was you know I think they were more excited about hanging out and partying and, and meeting people, which is fine. But I don't think that's the point of an AMA. And so no, I didn't get anything out of it. Now <clears throat> we have to keep in mind. Cal is presenting, I believe, on Friday at High Fest. Um, so he may have been intentionally um, restrained with what he talked about because <laughs> he he yeah. may be bringing some things, you know, in his presentation that, you know, not not that I expect anything we don't know about. That hasn't been talked about. I mean, there could always be something new, but I, I would think by this point would have heard it. <clears throat> I would surmise, and I have no idea what the idea, the plan is with his presentation. I have no, no, no inside info, but I would say it's going to be more reiteration of what's already out there, what we know about, maybe with some timelines, maybe with, uh, he shows some mock-ups, you know, some things that they've worked on, what they look like, you know, things of that nature. Um, that would be my guess. But then again, I could be totally off base here, and he may have something totally new that we don't know about that he announces. Um, but I don't think so. That's just my guess. So uh, not, the AMA, nothing really uh, – caught my attention. It was kind of a rather bland one. Uh, one of the least informative ones I, I think I've heard in a long time. It was basically more bullshit than anything else uh, other than what you mentioned. And and maybe maybe it is just because of High Fest, but you know, them talking about how much fun they had in Vegas and how much they drank. To me, that's you know not the point of it. We don't come on here and talk about, you know, all the stuff we did over the weekend, and, you know, because we don't do anything on the weekends. Well, okay, you got a valid point, but you know, I could tell you well, what I did do over the weekend. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm actually in the vicinity of of Cal. I'm in, I'm in the Chicago area right now, so. I, I yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> the other informative point is he has no idea when he's getting into Mexico because I guess he. He didn't realize there's no flights into Ro Rosarita. Well, you just yeah. go to San Diego. It's like five minutes from Rosarito. I don't know. I'm not his travel agent. Oh, uh, well, it's just, it's Tijuana, basically. So just yeah, get, to, get to San Diego. You're good to go. I, I don't know. But, you know, it, it, I don't know when he's going to be leaving. I, I would presume, you know, today's Tuesday. I would presume some people are going to be hitting the road tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and then the rest will have to get out on Thursday. Mm. 
There you go. Uh, we do have some questions, though. Are you ready to uh, dive into the uh... – uh, Well, one thing I did want to say about the, the Hive Fest. Yeah. And everybody listening, I am going to be setting up each day, number one, a threadcast each day. So there will be one for Friday. There will be one for Saturday. Now, we have to keep in mind the time zones. They start 9 or 9.30 each day Pacific time, which is about 12 or 12.30 my time. So what I am thinking of doing is getting it up there a little early, maybe like 11 o'clock my time, uh, so we can start the threadcast and talk. Now, I've also committed to doing a spaces, maybe through the HiFest Twitter account, but if there's technical difficulties, I'll do it through my account. But the the idea was initially to do running commentary. The problem with that, as I thought about it more, is I don't want to speak over the speakers. You know, it, it, you don't want to do that. Uh, so the thought was, okay, maybe to alternate live speaking, be off the air, then when you know, the second presentation or third presentation or once every three presentations, just be on air and not listen to the presentation. They're all recorded. We can go back and listen to it later. Uh, so I don't know what to do with that. I, I have a feeling it'll just be in between each presentation of five or ten minutes and then maybe have something during their lunch period or whatever when they have breaks. Uh, but that that's going to be done. It won't be a space is where the 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 event will be streamed through. I mean, that that won't be there. It'll, you'll have to watch it on YouTube which or wherever they're, they're streaming the event. But the big thing is, is I want everybody, let's really give Threads a workout or Threadcast a workout because we're talking about probably about eight hours each day, seven hours each day of presentations, plus if we do a little before, a little after. I mean, I, I think we can do 10, maybe 15,000 comments in the threadcast. I mean, I think we can make it huge. Yeah, it's uh, again, it's one of the regrets I got this year of not being able to get down there because I'm watching everyone, you know, on Twitter and, and, and talking about it. Not really talking about it on threads, though, but they're talking about it on Twitter. <laughs> so. No, because the people are thre on threads are the ones that aren't gone. I mean, we... You know, mostly threads is the Nigerians. The Nigerians are the biggest uh, user base of, of threads. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's this is where we show off our wares. And if we can get some big numbers, Starkers is, is sold on Threadcast. <clears throat> of course, Cal is going to be there. Uh, Nifty and Eric are going to be there. I don't know if they'll, they'll be presenting. Um uh, Cal is, and of course, Starkers and, and Dan are putting this thing on, so I presume they'll be on stage. But hopefully at certain periods of the day, they'll be able to mention, say, hey, the, the Threadcast just hit 5,000 or just hit 10,000 or something like that. So as always, let's put up some numbers and then see if we can promote them out there. Yep, for sure. Ready to rock? Yep. Today's Threadcast is brought to you by, I don't know, it's brought to you by the people. Good enough? That's good sure. enough. 
Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Not a ton of stuff, but we'll get into everyone's questions here. Tokenize wants to know anything you expect to hear or see from Hivefest. Nothing, nothing really bubbling for me. I mean, again, I'm I'm so far out of the loop with what's going on. I kind of just have my 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 blinders on when it comes to Leo. Uh, that's my focus. Um, you know, what's being built on Hive? Sure. Um, I'm sure there'll be announcements. I'm sure Block Trades will say, you know, he's got something up his sleeve. You know. Arcane will be talking about, you know, the authentication services that he's building. Uh, but I'm more interested in what's happening with Leo. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but that's really what my passion is right now. So I don't know. Anything on your radar for High Fest specifically? Well, I'm, I'm the same as you. We're, we're out of touch since we stopped having uh, guests uh, uh, weekly because the, the weekly guests kept us in the loop. Um, I, obviously I'm, I'm interested to, to see what's said, because since we don't have these guests, uh, most of what is announced is going to be a surprise. I have no idea what's going on with CyberX anymore or DBuzz or, or any of that. The one thing I'm looking forward to, not so much Leo, because I believe I know what's going to be touched upon again, as I said before, I could be shocked and, and surprised and maybe there's something brewing. I have no clue about, but I'm most excited to, to see what vault says about VSC and the progress there, because this is, I mean, I had about, and this goes back three or four months. I had probably an hour and a half conversation with vault and the potentiality of what he is building there is incredible. I mean, I use the term game changer a lot, but this is, you know, this is one of those things that's a game changer for Hive. I mean, he's developing, I mean, you know, we all heard of ERC 20 and, and ERC 721 or whatever, 720, whatever the NFTs are. He's creating his own protocol for, for NFTs. Uh, this will have, token creation. This will have the ability to tokenize communities. This will have the ability to integrate into gaming. Uh, I mean, all of this stuff is is being built. So I'm, I'm real interested to see what where that stands and if he has any surprises there, which is highly possible because I don't know really what's going on with the project, you know, on a day to day basis. There you go. Uh, he follows that up with, uh, do you think proof-of-work projects will become more rare in the future? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, Bitcoin costs so much money to mine. You know, it's only the elite that seem to be able to mine these things now. Uh, proof-of-work is just really expensive. Um, and I guess you could even say it's slower than what we're building and what, you know, proof of stake can do and you know especially delegated proof of stake but you know the the who knows what's coming uh personally for me i th i do think that the big the big you know example of how it's moving away is with ethereum um when they moved bitcoin is always going to be proof of work i'm pretty sure mm. it's just that's the way it is they they won't you know there might be a fork of it or something but so I, I would say, yeah, you know, you're going to see less and less product projects focusing on that. 
some more energy efficient ways to do this stuff as we can see. So. Yeah. And it doesn't scale. Uh, that That's the problem. So uh, I would say that, you know, e- even though there's the potential for, for Bitcoin to be forked, the, the problem is, is none of the forks have amounted to anything uh, other than Litecoin. And even Litecoin isn't that much. So I, I would say proof of work, there might be some new projects that pop up here and again. But there's other technologies out there that are probably a lot more appealing for developers than that. So I, I would say I, I agree. Bitcoin, I don't think will ever change. It'll keep getting more energy efficient in terms of, you know, using renewable energy and, and stuff like that. But uh, I don't think Bitcoin will ever change. And I think there's value in having a major proof of work chain and those secure, even if it is slow transactions. I think there's incredible value in that. Yeah, it's a good good point. Uh, Pepe token definitely has question of the of the week so far. How does a taskmaster master so much tasks? There you go. Decide to do something and do it. I mean, it's it's just that's a that's a great way to. I would love to discuss this more. The fourteen hundred and forty minutes we each have. So, Task, what what's your time management? Let's say you know you're allocate you allocate a certain amount of time each day to what you want to do. You don't need motivation. You don't need a kick in the butt. You kind of kick your own butt. Is there some in the process there that you say, okay, this is what I'm going to dedicate and I'm I'm on it, or you know, do you do you? No, I I, I I just take action. So I I don't dilly dally. I know what I need to get done. I. You know, I have my basic structure, which is my articles, my videos, you know, all of that. Uh, and then I mix in other things. And, you know, some days it's do push-ups, some days it's do squats, other days it's walk. You know, other days it's clean the bottom shelf of in, in, in the kitchen. You know, whatever it is. But you can get a shitload done if you stop fucking dilly-dallying around and stop contemplating and thinking and, uh, you know, I've been doing these, these the, the Taskmaster Success Guide, and, you know, I've been doing it more from a, a in-between-the-ears point of view to start. But a lot of it, for most people, just go fucking do something. Well, if I'm doing the wrong thing, who cares? Do something. It's, it's an improvement over doing nothing. And, and that's what people don't do. It, it's... Just go do the dishes if the sink is full of dishes, uh, you know, or at least at least fill one sink up and put the dish in, start getting them soaking. Um, you know, that that's how you get stuff done. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, people seem to do a lot of things that waste time. Social media seems to be a, a great one. You know, reading the news, reading news editorials. All of that stuff, it, it's at, ultimately, it's unimportant in your progress. Watching sports is one of the biggest time wasters there is uh, when you think about it. Because it's like, who cares? I didn't watch the Giant game on Sunday. They won. It was an exciting game from well, what I read. But 
it, it's like you get some people, it's like, oh, it's NFL season. It's football season. There goes my whole weekend. It's yeah. like, what are you fucking kidding me? You, you watch sports your entire fucking weekend. Mm. And it's, you know, and, and I'm not saying that sports aren't cool to watch and watching a movie once in a while is cool to watch or watching a, a a program that you have a favorite program, you're into The Office or you're into, you know, uh, Breaking Bad or whatever it is. Fine. There's, there, there's no problem with that. But people do this all the time and it's always the same thing. And it's like, right. well, they'll, they'll spend their whole white weekend watching football. Then it's like Monday night, well, they got more football. Then Tuesday night, they'll binge Netflix. Wednesday night, they'll watch three episodes of Breaking Bad. And it's like people wonder, well, I don't have time to do anything. It's like you're wasting your time. Uh, well, I had to watch, you know, I don't even know who the hell's on. Hannity on Hannity show it uh, on TV at 8 o'clock. Well, why? You know, what What the fuck's Hannity going to say that any different now than Hannity no. hasn't said for the past 20 years? He's going to say Republicans, good, Democrats, bad. That's mm. what the guy says. Um, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I was at, at this one place and I'm like, why are you watching the news? It's just going to rock your brain. She's like, well, I want to know the weather. It's like, you have a fucking app. You have a weather app. Look it up. It takes you three seconds. You don't have to waste 30 minutes watching the damn news. And what, what are the major headlines on news? It was the local news. You know, murder in Orlando. Well, there's a, a daily event. Uh, you know, arguing over money for, you know, road construction. You know, just the typical bullshit you see on the news. So, yeah, it, it, it's the old adage, work hard, play hard. And... If you want to spend your leisure time doing something leisure, earn it. You know, unfortunately, people say, well, I need a break. A break from what? Social media? A break from, you know, they don't do anything. So that's simply what I do. I mean, if, when I open up my computer and it boots up, the first thing I do each day is I write an article. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my first article of the day. And I've done that for years. It doesn't change. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's why I get an article done, because I know exactly after I do, you know, the basics of, you know, bathroom, brush my teeth, you know, make the coffee down a, a, a cup of water. I'm going to be writing an article and, you know, that's where I'll be tomorrow morning. So, you know, that that's how I get stuff done. It's other people. It's like. Do you waste time walking around? You, you eliminate the time wasters. Those 1,440 minutes, you said. Yeah. I, I mean, people have two, three, four hours worth of time wasters. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. But I I'm very, just very concentrated with what I watch. And I often don't watch the whole video. I'll, I'll watch the pieces of it to get the main, the main gist. And that's it. Then I move on. You know, the AMA today. I, I paid attention to hold AMA because I always do that. But unfortunately, there weren't a lot of nuggets in that without one. Yeah, it's 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 time allocation for me. I mean, I, you, you kind of you choose, you know, everyone's like, well, how do you get ahead? You know, well, first of all, you, you have a game plan. You you say, OK, five years from now, I want to be changed. I want something to be different. OK, well, then you you allocate the time today what's going to be potentially paying off five years down the road. So I know that I need to 
write my blog posts, record my video, stake my tokens, certain things I know on chain I got to do each and every day for me to be in five years better than I am today. So I'm not looking for the instant gratification that a lot of people, that's what Netflix is. That's what the reruns of Seinfeld is. That's what sports is. That's what your favorite show on TV is. It's instant gratification. So a lot of people will sacrifice their future for the instant gratification. For me, it's simple. I won't do instant gratification until I work on my five-year plan. So my five-year plan includes this. And, And think of this, with all the streaming services that are out there, and people talk about, well, you know, I got rid of cable, but now I got the same bill because I got 10 different streaming services or or whatever it is. And that goes to the crux of the matter. What the hell are you doing with 10 streaming services? Well, I want to watch this on this channel. Well, why are you watching all that shit? Not only now is it costing you time, which you cannot recuperate, by the way, it also costs you money. And it's like, again, if you have a streaming service, if you, you know, have Netflix because you watch a particular show or, or whatever, that's cool. Or HBO Max or HBO Plus, whatever it's called, or Disney or what, whatever your thing is, that's fine. But it's like these are you're making somebody else money there. Your time is valuable. So the question is, who's making profit off your time? Is it Disney? Is it Netflix? Is it, you know, whoever? Or is it you? And, you know, it's the old adage, you have to invest in yourself. How do you do that? I mean, I don't do that by watching reruns of, you know, the blacklist on Netflix. Uh, I mean, I've seen them all. So why go back in and review them? Uh, If there's nothing on if I can't find anything, I mean, <laughs> there's people I see who, who who I text with and they'll say, well, I've spent 45 minutes trying to find something on Netflix. I can't. It's like you spent 45 minutes trying to find something and they're still doing it, by the way, while we're texting. It's like, how, how much longer are you going to keep at it? You're going to waste an hour and a half, two hours before you decide, well, there's nothing on Netflix. Of course, the next night or two days later, they're doing the same thing. It's like, what do you think's changed? Uh, it, it's just mind-boggling to me. So time wasters, there's a ton of them out there, especially in the digital age, and, um, you know, focus. And that's where, you know, having that bigger purpose, things are more than just money. And I believe Hive, my view is, it has the potential to change the world. And that's why I show up each day. It's not about the money. It's not about the rewards. As Jongo said, I can't even tell you who votes my stuff. I don't know, you know, I don't know who votes my stuff. I don't know. I don't follow any of that. You know, half the stuff, I, I couldn't even tell you what I made on a post. I, I don't pay attention to it. I don't look um, because that's not what's driving me. I, I, re- I remember reading this really, really good book about probably 15 years ago. It was called You, Inc., and, and it's funny because it goes back to it was kind of a heated discussion in the CTP discord. I made a post about it yesterday uh, where, you know, you and I were talking and we've been talking about this for years. How you got to treat it like a business. And a lot of people were like, well, I don't know what my business is and I just want to sit on tokens and power them up. And, and that's fine. Whatever. I can't whatever someone wants to do, they can do it. But you ink the book like in kind of what you just said, it mentioned like you focus on you first, everything else come secondary 
the 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 Netflix like this is this is even before Netflix. So it's like before the Netflix, before the entertainment, before the instant gratification, you worked on you. You were the investment. You invested in yourself. And then I got the idea, well, I want to treat myself like a blue chip stock. Why do people invest in blue chip stocks? Because they're stable. There's growth all the time, generally. Um, but they, they don't need to worry about, you know, like the, the, the market's going to put these things are still there. There's something that people believe in long term. I want to treat myself like that, like a blue chip stock. Now, obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. I get it. But generally, I want people to look at my brand, my personal brand, and say, this guy invests in himself. He invests in his craft. He invests in his time and energy and effort into what he's doing. I'm going to spend some time with him. I'm going to engage with him. I might even upvote him. Uh, so the U Inc. book, just when you were talking about investing in yourself, it reminded me of that, where it's like the, 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 the big message behind the book was don't do a single thing until you invest in yourself. Everything else you can do, but focus on you first and you investing in your brand, your business and grow that, then the other things you can do when you have the time. So, yeah. Anyways, that's my rant. Good stuff, man. That was a good one. Pepe Token wants to know, what should they do with the Leo stake that they just won? Curate a lot. That's what I, I, I would do. What, what Leo stake he's referring to, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> power it up and, and curate. I mean, uh, Use what John was just saying. Invest in yourself. If you got stake curated, if you got you know tokens powered up, invest in your future long term with, with Leo. I wish it was more complicated than that. Um, no, literally, it's it's that that's my my game plan for any of the tokens that I believe in. I power them up and I curate with them. So I got my CTP, my Leo, and my Hive, and I'm good to go. Friend of the show, a nomad soul. Eric wants to know a question. What is John drinking for <laughs> or definitely using to withstand 12 hours of driving every day? Dude, I'm like, here's the thing. I don't do energy drinks. I drink my coffee, which, to be honest with you, coffee doesn't, like, perk me up. I just enjoy the taste of it. I always have. I've, I could literally have a cup of coffee and go to bed. That It never, it doesn't do that for me. But I drink my coffee, and I drink water, and that's it. No sodas, no energy drinks, no potions, lotions, just water and coffee, man. That's it. I wish I had more exciting, like, I'm on, like, you know, a million different pills that keep me awake and I'm popping caffeine pills and I'm drinking Red Bulls and I got a Red Bull IV in my arm. No, man, I just, I, I don't have anything exciting other than water and coffee in my life. Sorry, but here's the real question. What is Tass going to drink or use to be able to thread cast every day during Hive Fest? Uh, I'm like Jungo coffee. nothing else huh like there's 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 nothing well i mean right now i'm drinking some iced tea i mean some water but that's about it yeah tokenize has some bad news he said coincidentally the office and breaking bad are two of his favorite shows so. no and again i mean it's <laughs> if, i i i don't mean to cast doubt on 
Let, let, let me. Uh, you got to we're going to save face here, man. You know, it's very uh, important. Well, OK, <laughs> let, 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 let's get blunt here. All right, this is going, this is Taskmaster Success Guide stuff. What do you want in life? Do you want to be mediocre? Because I can tell you right now, Elon Musk is not spending his weeks or his time watching Breaking Bad or The Office or Netflix. Jeff Bezos did not spend his time doing that. You want to be successful in any endeavor. And if those endeavors are going to be successes, it's going to be a time commitment. And there's nothing novel about what I'm about to say. The most successful people did not do it working 40 hours a week. We know that. Now, a lot of people have to work 40-hour week jobs because they have bills to pay. And that's where the idea of a side hustle, that's where the idea of investing, that's where the idea of a, a, a part-time business, what, something you work part-time. Notice I didn't say spare time because nobody has spare time, but you work a part-time business. So instead of watching Monday Night Football, you're spending those three hours on your business and you're looking at building for the future. Now, tokenize. Him and I had a, a going back and forth, and he was talking about getting out of his job in a three-year plan. I said, bullshit, do it in a year, a day, a year from today. And this was like a month ago. So now you got 11 months. You got 11 months to get out of your job. You have to figure out some way to replace that income between now and then. But that's what it requires. And so if Tokenize goes through a year of hell trying to establish something to get himself out of a 40 hour, and I don't know how many hours he works, but let's say a 40 hour work week, a regular job, and he's able to replace that income and then have the potentiality once he gets those other 40 hours to increase that, to get to levels where if God forbid something happens to his mom or dad and needs long-term care, he has the resources to do that. If he has kids and he wants to send his kid to college, if he wants to travel, you know, if he has a medical emergency, I mean, all this stuff takes money. You know, you want to help out uh, other people that requires money. And that's the thing about success. It's like, you know, one of the keys is you got to outwork everybody else. And you can talk about the greatest athletes in the world. Oh, LeBron James was born with that natural ability or Kobe Bryant or Shaquille O'Neal, his physical presence in that physique. Yeah, they were born with certain attributes, but they worked their asses off for a lot of years. Tiger Woods, uh, Max Scherzer, um, you know, Otani, you name it, any sport. They worked their ass off. Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, you think Tom Brady did nothing his whole life till he became, I mean, the guy was like a six-round draft pick. He wasn't even like a starting quarterback his first like three or four years. So, I mean, the the they say success leaves clues. And one of the clues is the most successful people tend to be the hardest workers. I, I always said over the years, like, you know, there's going to be smarter people than me. There's going to be, you know, wittier people than me. There's going to be more creative people than me. That's fine. I, I, I know my limitations, but I will out stubborn people. 
I will out hustle people. I will keep showing. Like people are like, oh, dude, I can't believe you're doing a podcast from your truck. Like, well, where hell else am I gonna do it? Like, what, what, what else am I? Where am I gonna? I can't. I, I can't go to a hotel. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. You know, thousand miles away from home. Where else am I gonna do? Of course, I'm gonna do it. In the, you know, so I. I might not be the most creative guy, most smartest guy out there, but I will out hustle. I will show up tomorrow. I will be stubborn about it. I will be stubborn about success. And am I a millionaire? God, no. You know, I mean, that's not the point. But my vision for this is to set my pole, my flag, put it right here and say, I'm going to be here because in five years from now, all of this effort is going to pay off. And it, it, that's you know, that's what I'm doing. You know what? I can guarantee you, John, go. Yeah. You won't be a millionaire if you allow excuses. To right. stop you. And if Absolutely. you say, oh, well, I can't do it because I, I'm only in this truck, then I yeah. can guarantee you, you won't be a millionaire and you yeah. won't be very successful because, as they say, how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you notice the most successful people, the old adage, they work hard, they play hard, they just operate at one speed. And then you have those other people who they half ass their time at the office. They half-ass their time, you know, in, in, in recreation, and they just lounge around on the on the couch all weekend watching, you know, the television, and mm -hmm. they don't even go outside and, and mix in, you know, a walk in the park or some exercise with spending time with the, the family or whatever. And you just see the cracks in their foundation. Their work life sucks. They hate their boss. There's always yeah. a problem with the company. Something's Everybody just, hates yeah. them. The economy's bad. They're, the marketing department's idiot. Then, you know, there's nothing on TV. And, of course, the wife's a bitch. The kids won't behave. You know, there, there's all these excuses. And it's like, then you, you look at some of these other people who are successful, and it's like, there is no excuse. And mm -hmm. it's like, they get bloody. They, they lose. They, they, these athletes, they miss shots. You know, Tiger Woods has hit, hit plenty of balls in the in the creeks or in the woods, and Michael Jordan missed plenty of shots, and Mike Reggie Jackson struck out a lot. Um, you know, Warren Buffett sold plenty of stock. It it happens, but yeah. they go back in. It's like it doesn't stop them. And unfortunately for for the average person, it, and it only seems to be getting worse because we we live in this age, from what I perceive of coddling and the blue ribbon and, you know, oh, it's okay. And at least you did your best. And it's like, you get out into the real world and it's a result based business. And I, I go back to all these little Gen Zers or Alpha Zers or whatever the fuck they call the, the younger generation. <laughs> now. I can't keep up with it. The ones after the millennials. Get off my lawn. <laughs> well, the ones after the millennials and, and, yeah. and, you know, they're talking about the, their days at Facebook and how, oh, I make, you know, $220,000 and they're showing up at 10 o'clock and oh, they went to the coffee bar and got a coffee and said and went Man. through Instagram. And then they went and had a, 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 a planning session to uh, plan for a meeting. And then they had lunch and all this other shit. And, you know, Big Bad Elon comes into to Twitter and just takes a sledgehammer and fires 7,000 people. And, of course, Love that it. makes news. But a week later, Facebook says, well, we're letting go 10,000 people. And so yeah. all these people, oh, my God, I'm out of this job. And they fired me from Facebook and Twitter and all this other yeah. stuff. And it's like, what the hell did you think? 
Yeah. I mean, what you provide you no value. What Man, do you expect? Yeah. You bring no value. And yeah. it, it's like I, I worked for a sales and marketing organization for 20, 20 years. And you know what I never saw happen? I saw plenty of salespeople fired. I, I was in sales management. I fired plenty of salespeople. You know who I never fired? You know who I never saw fired? A top producer. I never saw even anybody who was in the top 10 in the company in producers, in production, in sales. I never saw them fired. You know who was always fired? The people who were taking a salary and, and, and didn't even come close to their quota. They were the ones who were fired. It was never the top producers. They were never let go. I Over the years, with business partners I've had over the years, one of the reoccurring themes that we've seen in the years and years of being in business, the people that pay the most money for your products or services, the top customers, they, they always get good results, but they never complain. They never complain. If something goes away, they might send you a note and say, hey, something happened. Generally, 99% of them don't say a word. Now, flip it. The people that don't spend a dime on your business, the freebie seekers, the people that don't do a thing to better their own situation are the loudest. They will flood the support desks. They will complain that this doesn't work and this is not working and it's it's the it's the truth in business too. The majority of the people the that are up, the ones that are up in the morning, going to the gym, working out, they're the ones that are going to see the results. The people that are up making the sales calls at the beginning of the day, they're the ones that are going to see the results. The people that are investing in themselves, they're the ones that are going to see the results. It's like I like this is the funny thing, you know, it's tongue in cheek, like you know, taskmaster success stories. But like generally, there's there's nothing scientific about this it's there's no secret formula it's just show up and do the work and don't complain that's it well that yeah that that's one of them. that that's it a lot, it, most of it's in between our ears but but it applies yeah. to everything and and it's also i'm not going to get business i'm not going to get fitness advice from somebody who's overweight i'm not right. going to get investing advice from somebody who's broke I'm not going to get success advice from somebody who is a total failure in all the, in, in everything they do. If I want to learn about marriage, which I don't, but if I want to learn about marriage, I'm not going to go to somebody who's been divorced three times. I'm going to go to the person who, who him and his wife or her, her and her, her husband have been married for 50 years. And like, that's who I want to, how do you make it work? You know, that's who you learn from. And it's right. like, the ones who are doing most of the talking are the ones who really are just talking out of their ass because the ones who are getting it done, they're not talking. The one who has the 40 or 50 year marriage, they're not on, on TikTok telling you how to have a successful marriage. They're not out there as dating coaches or marriage. Yeah, they're counts. too busy having a successful marriage. Yeah. They yeah. just go about their daily lives. Now, if you ask them, they'll sit down and have a, a cup of coffee or lunch with you and, and tell you about it. But it's the same thing with, with success. It's like, I asked you this one time, John, offline. I'm like, in, in all your years on high, has anybody sent you a DM that says, I like what you guys are doing on CTP. How do I get involved? What, what more can I do? Can I volunteer to do something to help this project along? 
And I guarantee you, if I say the same thing to Cal, you know, somebody asked the AMA today, uh, how can I get a job? You know, not how can I help out? Not where do you need help? Not it's how do I get a job? You know, will you pay me to do something? And it's like, that's mediocre thinking. And, you know, you only have to, if you want to spend some time successfully, a, a good use of your time on yourself, go read some of these success stories. Go read these stories about these people um, who went to work for, you know, like a Wall Street bank uh, cleaning the bathrooms just so they were in the building, just so they were in the company and they were around it. You know, and then, of course, they applied as an intern or went into the, the you know, internship or the, the learning program or whatever. But they got their foot in the door. They went there. This is what they wanted to do. Um, and sometimes you got to be willing to, to get to start at the bottom. I mean, you know, you hear hear about people who are in the golf and they went and they started caddying just so they could be around the game and just so they could learn and they could get their foot in the door and I mean, there's just tons of stories out there, and that's what you have to be willing to do. And Hive's the perfect place. It's like there's dozens of projects, all of which need help, all of which will take people, all of which, well, if you go to Cal and say, how can I help out? If you go to Jungle, how can I help out? If you go anywhere, how can I help out? They'll say, yeah, come on, help out. You know, help build this project. You got stake, I got stake, let's do it. But, uh, you know, that's where, like you were saying, oh, I just want to stake some tokens and see what happens. It's like you're not building shit. You're not a business. Mm. You're, you're, you're striving for mediocrity at best. Mm. And you're only going to be successful if others make that success for you, which may happen. And that's, you know, part of investing. I mean, I don't make Tesla. I buy Tesla stock and Elon, you know, will make me a lot of money, hopefully. <laughs> But, you know, that's the idea of investing. But this is an opportunity where we can invest because Tesla, I can't affect things. I can't affect my investment at all. Mm -hmm. But Hive, I can. Leo, I can. And we have the opportunity to make a name for ourselves, to build a brand, to build a business. And you don't have to be a content creator. You can go about a lot of different ways, you know. And, and I wasn't a Splinterlands player. You guys made fun of me. But there were plenty of people who forged paths through Splinterland. And guess what we'll hear about the next bull run? We'll hear about some people have been decks that are worth well over a million dollars because mm -hmm. they've been just grinding this whole time. They mm -hmm. got some land. They got some of this. They got some of that. And, you know, hopefully the, the team pulls it all together in these different components. And you have an epicenter for, of wealth for dozens and dozens and dozens and maybe hundreds of people. And that would be great. I mean, I'm not going to be one of them because it's just not my my thing. But yeah. great for those people involved. And I hope they make a fortune. Mm. But they have to grind away at it. That's good stuff, man. Well, Elon is using your money you invested in his business. No, because I buy stock. He, he doesn't get the money when you buy stock on the open market. That's I'm buying the, the, the money's going to whoever had the, his, the shares, you know, unless they do a capital raise, which they haven't done a capital raise in, in a long time. It's, when you buy stock, you're buying it from somebody else, unless it's an IPO or a capital raise. Hmm. Dude, good show, man. 
um, Thursday, more than likely I won't be around just because I'll be in to Toronto and it's wedding time. So we might not be doing a show until Tuesday a week, but I'll let you know for sure. Let everyone know for sure. But it's it's wedding season. Wedding. Guys, thank you for listening in. May the force be with you. And I will see you guys next week. Task will see you guys for the Threadcast throughout Hive Fest. Be good to each other. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.